You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast, and I'm coming to you today with the most exciting podcast I've done since I started last June. This podcast is special because it is my 100th episode on Blooming Inspired Podcast. And so I thought I would do something a little different, something a little fun, and something that will encourage you to press hard into God for his promises in your own life. This dream of being a broadcaster, podcaster, so to speak, landed in my life not because I really wanted to make my voice heard or what that I wanted to be out there in the public eye. It was something that God talked to me about even before I was really faithfully walking with him. In 1995, I was working, and I'm going to just be very frank, I was working for the Dallas County District Clerk's Records Department while I was on probation for a misdemeanor charge in another county, and I was actually on a motion to revoke for that misdemeanor charge because in that time of my life, I was in a full-on prodigal season. I was running from authority. I was running from my problems. I was pretending that life was good and it was okay when in fact it wasn't. I was crying out to God in my distress, but I wasn't walking with him in my life, if you know what I mean. So I was saved in that moment, but only saved as one escaping flames. And if I had to list my biggest regret, it would be that I drug my children through that life with me, that they suffered wounds and they suffered pain because of the choices that I made. So all my life, like when I was nine, I can remember wanting to be Loretta Lynn and I'd hold my hairbrush and sing my heart out. And I took choir and I could sing, but when I got to competition, it was like the enemy stole my voice. I walked into the room, the judges looked so disapproving, it made me nervous, I began to shake. And I shared the other day how I sang that song and my voice broke the whole way and they did give me an honorable mention. But I kind of swore in my heart that I'd never get up in front of people again and give them the opportunity to judge me that way and to make a fool of myself that way. And it was the enemy trying at a very early age to rob me of God's promises and my future with him. So if we turn over to Genesis 26, 12, we have the story of Isaac. And you may may remember the story of Isaac. Isaac is Abraham and Sarah's son. And remember, God called Isaac. Abraham, who was Abram at the time, out of Haran and the land of Ur of the Chaldeans. And he called him out with his family to become God's chosen people. And God promised Abraham and Sarah, who were old in age, that they would have a child. And when When they told Sarah about it, she laughed out loud because she thought it was so incredulous that that promise would come true to her when she was old and outside of the age of bearing children. But God kept his promise and gave them Isaac, and Isaac's name actually means 
laughter, or it can also mean the prince of Israel. Let me read to you Genesis 26 and verse 12, and I'm reading from the voice translation. Where we are in this story is, God has sent Isaac down to Egypt because there was a famine in the land, and so Isaac was sent to Gerar to appeal to King Abimelech of the Philistines, and this is in Egypt. And Abimelech asked, what's the matter with you? What have you done to us? See, because Isaac does the same thing his father did. Isaac comes in and in fear lies to King Abimelech and tells him that his wife is his sister. And so it makes Abimelech mad and he, tell, he sends him away, making him mad because he could have brought guilt and shame upon his kingdom. And then he warns the people, whoever so much as touches this man or his wife will be put to death. So he protects him. Listen to this. Isaac repeats the ruse his father used in Egypt and Gerar many years earlier. Abram told another Abimelech, likely the father or grandfather of this Philistine king, that Sarah was his sister to avoid being killed. Isaac tries the same trick for the same reason, but is soon found out. Many rulers in that day would have killed or severely punished a man for telling such tales and jeopardizing their reign. Somehow, however, Abraham and Isaac not only survive, but they grow rich from their experiences. And this, right after this, is where we find Isaac in verse 12 of chapter 26. Now listen, Isaac settled in and made a place for himself in the land, sowing seeds and reaping 100 times what he had planted that year. The eternal one indeed put a blessing on him and Isaac became very rich. He prospered more and more until he became enormously wealthy and he had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines began to envy him. There is this principle in scripture that you will prosper the same way your soul prospers. And so I just want to look back at the last 16 months at the development of Blooming Inspired Network and this podcast and what God is doing right now and where we're headed because it's a moment to pause, to acknowledge, to celebrate, and to move forward into the future. And so in my pause, the first thing I want to do is acknowledge the nearly 2,000 women and some men who have come alongside of Blooming Inspired Network through social media. Actually, we're probably a little bit over 2,000 by now with Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook who have come alongside and stepped in and said, we like what you're doing here. Many of them are sharing what we're doing. We have regular people commenting on our posts and agreeing with what we're saying and just getting the word out about Blooming Inspired. In the last year, we went from a post I offered on my personal Facebook page, not my profile, but my page, where I just threw out the question, who would be interested in learning to walk together as women in leadership? And from that post, I had about 30 women respond, and that's where Wildflower Women was born. I started it through the Michelle Bentham page and transferred it over to Blooming Inspired Network after I got that set up in October of 2017. Since that time, in just a little over a year, we have grown to 2,000 people liking 
our Facebook page. Now, we're not quite at 2,000, but I, I say it's 2,000 because we're almost there. We're about 1964 following, 1930 to 40 who have liked it as of yesterday. Um, so here's what I want to ask, my big ask. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't gone to Facebook and liked the Blooming Inspired Network page, or haven't gone over to Twitter and liked at Bloom Inspire Net, or haven't gone to Instagram and liked at Blooming Inspired, then that's what I want to ask you to do today. Go over, like our pages, our profiles, and our posts, and share your comments, share your thoughts, share what God's doing through you at a Blooming Inspired Network. If we've been a blessing to you, would you leave a review on our Facebook page? That means the world to us. That's like gold to us. It expands our influence and our opportunity to serve people. So that's one of the things that's happening. Over the last two to three months, um, we have reached somewhere around 14,000 people with our post. That's because of you, because you're liking, because you're sharing, and because you're commenting on our post. So I want to acknowledge each one of you who have tuned in to us through social media, especially through Facebook, and have liked what we're doing, have engaged with what we're doing, and help us promote what we're doing at Blooming Inspired Network. And because of that, If you were willing to share this podcast post with your own testimony about what Blooming Inspired means to you and love it, love it, I want you to love it, um, and then write a brief comment or testimony in response to the podcast underneath it, every person who does those three things, again, it's share the post, love the post, Write a comment telling what it means to you, not just an amen, but what did you get out that is of value to you? You do those three things, I will enter you to win in a drawing, and I'm going to do this every day. Those who share the Blooming Inspired podcast post every day, each day you will be entered to win, and on February 14th on Valentine's Day, I'm going to announce right here on the show who the winner of that drawing is. And what you're going to get is a custom piece of artwork, a Michelle Bentham inspired artist original. You're going to get a free coaching consultation with Michelle Bentham Coaching. And you're going to get a series of bookmarks that we're giving away through Blooming Expired. It's the only place you can get them. And this is for all of you. If you want the bookmarks, just DM us and send us your address and we'll get those out to you. It may take us a few weeks because we do have to print them and, and prepare them to come out to you. But if you want these bookmarks, there are eight bookmarks and I will post um, a, a photo of the eight bookmarks this afternoon in this post, comments. And if you want those bookmarks, all you have to do is DM us. We will give them to you for free. It's our gift to you. Say thank you for being a part of Blooming Inspired Network. Can't can't wait to get those out to you. So as we read just now, <clears throat> I personalized this scripture for our, our, our quote this morning, from our scripture from the morning, to say that Blooming Inspired Network, Blooming Inspired Network, let me go back to the scripture and read it to you. Blooming Inspired Network, 
has settled in this place and made a place for itself in this land, sowing seeds and reaping 100 times what we have planted this year. The Eternal One indeed has put a blessing on us and Blooming Inspired Network has become very rich and the way we are rich is in people, in relationships. And so DM us, let us know what's going on in your life. How can we pray for you? We would love the privilege of praying for you. Jennifer and I manage our social media piece. Also, we have another podcast that's on our Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. That goes out every Monday at 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time. It's the Redeemed Rebel Podcast featuring Michelle Terman. And for the next couple of weeks more, she's going to be featuring my interview with her. She had me on her show, and she interviewed me. And, and so you can hear more about my heart, more about Blooming Inspired Network, through Michelle's podcast. And she's a part of our network. We love her. We believe she's a wildflower blooming where she's planted, living her wildest dreams. She's heart bent towards helping women get free. And that's amazing. I also have Jennifer, who is my social media assistant. She helps me get these posts out to you and to make great quality content for you. Really what she does is because she posts them, I'm free to, to develop more and more content. And that is very exciting to me. And so, but she's going to launch her own podcast here very soon in the next few weeks. It's called Accidental Hope. She is an ambassador of hope. She has a great testimony about the Lord, how the Lord took devastating circumstances in her life and turned them not only for her good, but his glory. And so you want to... Stay tuned. You want to check out what's happening at Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. I do have the website link, bloominginspiredpodcastnetwork.com, but we don't have the page set up yet. I will be doing that very soon and be getting that set up for you. Also, we're doing our first ever devotion and fast season. We're doing the Yielded Devotion. We have 12 women who signed up to do the Yielded Fast and Devotion. That is very exciting because these women are on the journey with us and each day I send them out a devotion, a worship set, and a fasting encouragement to help get their hearts lined up with God in this season. We're seeking to cut ourselves back, to, to discipline ourselves as a sacrifice towards the Lord praying and seeking his face. And I will just tell you that last night I sat down to do a coaching call. And when I sat down, I saw myself because I do them on, by video online. And I saw myself on the monitor and my cheeks were just blazing flush red. And I felt heat all over my body. And I was like, Lord have mercy. The Holy Spirit just came over me when I sat down here. It's going to be a good session. And it totally was. It was totally a blessing for me to be a part of that session. And we had some real breakthrough in that coaching session. And I just want to say how much I appreciate and value each one of you who have come along in the Yielded Fast. We had our first retreat in January. We had our prophetic ministry retreat where we did prophetic words in due season and we spoke to destiny and identity. We did some creative expression, hearing from the Lord and expressing it through the ministry of paint. 
It was amazing. It was fabulous. And we've scheduled our second one. It's going to be a little different. It's our Passion to Purpose Retreat. It costs $225. That's for two nights, five meals, and all of our sessions. We're also going to have a special coffee cupping event, a coffee cupping event. You want to know more about that and how it ties into this theme of Passion to Purpose at Blooming Inspired Network. And so we're building a team. We're building ministry. Um, We're moving towards our 501c3. I'm about halfway financially to the 501c3, but still praying to bring in those board members that I need to file with the state and then file with the IRS to create our nonprofit ministry status organization. And so I'm really, really excited about that. I posted today some new things in the Wildflower Women. If you are with our Wildflower Women, you want to go to the group and you want to get check out what's happening today. The first thing I did was a roll call. Do you know we have 54 women who since October 2017 have said, I want to grow with like-minded women in my leadership potential in the kingdom of God. That's a powerful testimony to me. And so I have been praying and and seeking, you know, I started out with some things, but they didn't really take off. And so I am praying and seeking the Lord's will and his wisdom and how to move forward. And I've put out a poll today, and I would love to get your feedback on that poll if you're one of our wildflower women. If you're not one of our wildflower women, check out the groups on the Blooming Inspired Network Facebook page. We're about to take this group to the website. This is why I'm telling you this. And everyone who joins through the Facebook page is going to get a special offer related to what we're going to do because Wildflower Women is becoming our membership network piece for Blooming Inspired Network. Can you imagine? Can you see all of the amazing things that God, God has done? And not to mention the fact that we are in our second semester a Bible study. Um, I call it a semester. We start in October. We end in the spring. Last year we ended in May. This year we're going to end a little bit um, short of April. So we're going to end on March the 30th, our Bible study, and then April um, the 4th we're going to have our next retreat. So there's a lot coming up this spring, and then we're going to move right on into the Easter season. Is that not powerful? So So many good, good things are happening at Blooming Inspired Network, and it's all the grace and the mercy of the Lord. You know, in 2012, I left my job in full-time ministry. I was an administrative assistant in vocational ministry for a very large metropolitan church here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I worked in their freedom ministry, their inner healing and deliverance area of ministry and pastoral care. And I left that job knowing God was calling me out, setting me apart. He had given me some very specific signs, some very specific influence with, at the time, the Women of Faith event, which was under Thomas Nelson Publishing in their events. I actually met someone who was um, in their executive uh, community and was given some privilege to go to some events. And eventually, um, the people who do their newsletter excerpted five paragraphs from a blog I wrote about one of the events that I attended and just uh, really honored me, sent me out to their entire email subscription list. It was just amazing. And then Beth Moore, who I came up studying her Bible studies in women's ministry when I first began to lead and got involved in the church, 
in my 30s, um, she put out a, a, a request for people to share testimonies um, because they want to, to feature these testimonies in her listening guide for her simulcast where they send out these listening guides to people who register all around the world at different church houses, at different homes. People even watch it by themselves at home online. And so they, they sent these books out and they wanted five testimonies from women who would say that they were living proof that God's word is alive and active and that his son still heals. And it was a 500 word limit and I wrote mine and it was too long. So I cut it back, I cut it back, I cut it back until finally I was disgusted with it. And I just sent, hit send thinking, I don't know if this is gonna work. And I, and I sent it on. And a couple of months later, I got an email saying my, my uh, testimony was one of 400 testimonies submitted and one of five that were selected to be featured in the listening guide. They needed a high-resolution photograph of me. I had no idea what a high-resolution photograph was at the time. Now I've learned a lot. I learned how to use Lightroom and Photoshop and sometimes Adobe Illustrator. And I've learned what pixel counts are. And I've learned what high-resolution is and what low-resolution is and what digital quality is and what print quality is. And I say all that to say that I didn't know much back then. But God was giving me favor. And later on in, in that summer, Beth posted and invited the women in her community, the younger women who are under 40, to post what they needed to encourage about, and the, the older women to post what they needed an encouragement about. And I was in the over 40 group, so I was reading and replying to some, but I began to realize I was reading a lot about grief, and that's something I have some particular experience in. So I wrote just kind of this 1,800-word essay about how to overcome a grieving season, and Beth responded to it very favorably. She left some great encouragement for me there on the blog. Um, it's on my website, michellebenthamcreates.com, and there's a link to it. At, there's a, a full circle moments and, you know, comments, blog comments, and Arama 5, Arama moment and blog comment 581 or something like that. Anyway, I tell that whole story there, so I'm not going to tell it here, but she just left some encouragement. She wrote some encouragement to me on Twitter, which was the first time we corresponded on Twitter, and it was just amazing. And in September, I got the opportunity to meet her face-to-face, -face, and she basically did the same thing she did online, but in person. And so I walked out of that and was already developing my very first radio show. And that February, I'd been on a friend's radio show program and as I was sitting behind the mic sharing my testimony God said remember when I called you when it, remember when you worked at Dallas County and I was like yeah he said do you remember that phone call and I knew exactly what he was talking about in that moment you wouldn't think that all those years later I would remember because here it was almost 20 years later but I did remember and it was in 1995, I answered the phone in the records copy room one day, that was the station that I was working in, and um, a man said, have you ever considered going into radio because you have a great voice for it? And I said, I wouldn't know the first thing about that. So no, I would not. I would not, but I, how can I help you today? And I'm getting emotional just thinking about it because that day was so powerful. Here I was sitting behind a radio microphone, sharing my testimony. It was going live out over the airwaves. 
It was so powerful. So after over the next few months, I had the opportunity to guest host my friend's show. And we were on an internet radio station where we paid for time. And um, I was guest hosting her show at the time. And then that fall, I launched my own show called, funny enough, Blooming Inspiration Radio. It lasted about six months before I got very sick and then my back went out. And then I kind of ran us into the ground financially. We ended up filing bankruptcy, went into foreclosure on our house. It was just a real messy season because I'd walked away from a job and wasn't earning income because of health issues and um, just trying to keep this dream of mine going. And so we ended up here in Granbury. That's how we ended up in Granbury. We moved in with my parents. We lived with them for a short period of time before moving to the home we're now in. We've been here um, since 2014, the spring of 2014. So this spring, it will be 5,000, 5, 5 years. It will be five years this spring. And so that's a powerful testimony to what God can do. And when we first moved into this house, I would lay in bed at night after we spent the day unpacking and getting things ready. And I would ask God, how did this happen? Because for years I had prayed that God would move us into a house that had laminate flooring. And this house has laminate flooring. I know most people pray bigger than that, but I just wanted laminate flooring. I just wanted something that looked pretty and like hardwood. And so we got it. Um, I wanted a new kitchen table set and it turned out that a friend of mine was moving out of her home and had a kitchen table to give away and so I gave my kitchen table to someone who needed one and I took hers and so now I have this beautiful kitchen table set. I've got pretty nice furniture in my home and God has just put all of this together. We have a spare bedroom and I have an art room and then we have our master bedroom so we have three bedrooms in our house and I would lay in bed at night every night after we moved in thinking how impossible it seemed that this would happen in the middle of a bankruptcy and asking Scott, how did this happen? And God, and Scott would say, God did it. God did it. And that was such a powerful moment in our marriage and in our life together. And so I went to work shortly after we moved down here for a local church. It was very much um, a very, very part-time job but it helped with um groceries it helped with gas it helped i was ended up uh purchasing two vehicles from my father and that in the last five years and um we we've gotten out of the bankruptcy and uh you know god has just done a few uh, amazing things he sent me to california not one time but three times, four times actually, since 2012 when I wrote in May of 2012, Reading or Bust on my, on my website. I wrote it in my blog post on my website. And, and you know, there's just so many things that God has done, so many miracles, and I don't have nearly enough time to show them all. But they all led me to this place and pointed me to this place where last December I actually quit my job in part-time ministry at our local church to go full-time into Blooming Inspired Network and what we're doing here. And so, um, and so far, God has sustained it. I mean, I had a moment in January and a moment in September where I thought, oh Lord, I made such a mistake quitting my job. But He has provided, He has taken care of us, He's guided us all along the way. And I'm so, so grateful for all that He is doing in my life, in my husband's life, and in the lives of women just like you at Blooming Inspired Network. So today we celebrate all that God has done. We just I can't praise him enough for what he's doing. And I can't thank him enough.
for what he's doing. He has given me pieces and tools that I never imagined. And so today I want to just say to you how much I love you, how much I appreciate you, how much I value you as women. And I want to encourage you to bloom, bloom, bloom where you're planted. Don't despise those small assignments that you get early on. But embrace them. Do them with all diligence. Do them as if you're serving the Lord. Because someday he will open your eyes and open your heart into the desires that he had planted in them, in that heart, before you were ever born. You have a destiny and a purpose and you were called by name by God before you were ever born. So bloom where you're planted. Because blooming where you're planted is the first step to living your wildest dreams. You have been listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time. To learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministry of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and select the podcast link at the top of the page. Thank you for listening.